From the College of Adult and Professional Studies at Northwest University, welcome to the Advisor's Corner podcast with Morgan Green and Josh Payne. On the show, we discuss various topics to help you become the most successful online student that you can be. Well, this podcast is mainly for Northwest University's online and NPP students. Anyone who listens in from week to week will still be able to glean valuable information on student success. So let's get started. This is Josh Payne and Morgan Green with the Advisors Podcast, and we have a special guest today, one of our good friends, Josh Byers. He is the online enrollment counselor here in the CAPS department, and he is here to talk to us today about um, pursuing what your fears are. So um, we're really excited to talk to him. He has awesome conversations with students every day, talking to them about um, what degree to pursue, if they should pursue higher education or not. So we're really excited to just ask him some questions about, um, about what he deals with on the day to day. Yeah. So, um, Josh, uh, Josh, Josh Payne, do you have anything to add? No, I think, I think you summed it up really well, Morgan. Um, yeah, Josh, take us through this conversation. I mean, this is obviously, um, a pretty existential Mm -hmm. question or statement, the pursuit of fear, pursuing the thing you very fear, which is very counterintuitive when you hear that. Uh, Normally you don't go after the thing you fear, you run away from it. So what what does that mean in in terms of, um, I guess, not just higher education, but I guess in life? Um, So buckle in people, we're Mm -hmm. we're, going to go for an existential ride here. So yeah, take us through it. What do you mean by that? So first of all, thanks for having me on this. You guys are so freaking awesome. I love you guys a lot. Super fun to work with you. And um, yeah, so the question in and of itself sounds really existential, but I um, I don't start there. I start really practical. I ask usually to start out a really simple question. When someone is coming to me trying to figure out what they want to do, how they want to do it, the degree options, all the choices, I simply start with the question, in a perfect world, in an ideal world, your wildest dreams come true, what would you do after college? Like, what, what is your goal? Hmm. And I let them unpack that reality. And the great thing about that question is no one's going, hmm... I don't have that. It's everyone has imagination. Everyone gets to daydream. I mean, who hasn't daydreamed about a windfall of a million dollars and they what they would do? If <laughs> the same comes down to your life and your career. You daydream about what that looks like. And for everyone, it's different. Some people, it's a dollar amount. Some people, it's responsibility. Some people, it's status. Some people, it's a title. I mean, you name it, it's out there. But ultimately, it's a free range. There's no limits. There's no fear. And so it allows someone to creatively express what they tr- what they truly care about and what they're really wanting. And then at that point, we start to boil it down. And it gets really fun from there. Awesome. Um, you said something that just struck me. You were talking about how there's just a million of different, million different options out there in mm-hmm. this world and, yeah. and how um, there's a lot of things that you can do. So... Obviously, you went to school. Yeah. Um, take us through your experience. What was your experience going to school and getting your degree? What did that look like? Yeah, good question. 
it was not great. I went to school not knowing what I wanted to do, but going there because I knew it was what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Needed is a strong word. People told me. I assumed the culture informed me. You go to school, you finish high school, you go to college, you finish college, and then whatever happens after that, it usually stops at get to college. And so I all of a sudden arrived freshman year on the college campus that I went to, and I thought to myself, what am I going to do next? Like, what is, okay, great. Yeah, but you made what? it. I now made what? it. Yeah. And so I struggled. I mean, I switched degrees three times. I ended up coming out. The bright side of the story is the double-edged sword is I have a bunch of minors, <laughs> but it took me longer than I needed to. And um, I mean, to be honest, to this day, I still don't have clarity on what I ultimately want to do. And I have the four-year degree. Mm-hmm. So I relate to this struggle personally, and I understand and I feel that empathetically in the middle of it, I remember it, and it was gross. So I'm. It's a really passion of mine to help someone in the middle of their, um, their questions. They're tough, real, honest, vulnerable questions of what to do next or, or how to do it. So, hmm. what's an example, or maybe a couple common examples of fears that student students have that students realize they have when they're talking to you? The most common is financial fears. Fears of being able to pay for school, and those are really valid. As an enrollment counselor, I can't really argue them. If someone doesn't have the money, they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understand that people can take out loans, but even those have limits. Mm-hmm. And so I have to respect that reality before moving forward into this, which is even the best case scenario for you, it just sounds like school's not an option. Yeah. So putting that aside, putting that aside, I'm obviously speaking to people who are in school and have navigated that reality. So the majority of the fears and the things that get in the way um, of people pursuing what they want to pursue is, it's a complex question and it varies between person to person and it's not really cookie cutter. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most common that I find is fear of not going to college. Mm. That is definitely, and it's so profound, and it puts me in an awkward position. Obviously, I am a employee (laughs) at Northwest University, and it behooves me to get someone into the program. But thankfully, because we are nonprofit, I've been given the green light to be student first. Which is so helpful for me that I get to actually prioritize their goals, their desires, their dreams first. Mm -hmm. And that frees me up to ask questions like, why do you want to go here? Mm. Why do you need a degree? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people usually don't critically think about the implications to that. They've just been told by parents, teachers, friends, family, media, you need to go to school. And here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you don't need to go to school. I think school's great. And for some of you out there, you have to have a degree in order to get into your job. It's a non-negotiable. So I'm not saying don't go to school. What I am saying is, is why do you need it? Mm. To boil it down, is it, is school the ultimate priority? Or is it a tool? Mm-hmm. 
And once you can make that distinction, I find that it frees up a lot of people to make some very clear choices and move through those sticking points that they keep coming back to. Sticking points like, is this the right degree? I mean, I can't tell you the conversations, the circular conversations that I've had with people that will not decide on a major because what if they change their mind? Yeah. And the conversations that I have heard from people who are already in the major saying, oh my gosh, how am I going to get a job in this? Mm. Or what is the career for me? Or, oh my gosh, I just spent two years on a track toward a degree now that I realized I don't even want anymore. These are all great questions that I foster and deal with every day because people in the enrollment game, especially in online enrollment, Mm -hmm. are bringing in credits from many different universities, transferring them in. And so they're coming in at sophomore and junior levels. So this is is no longer, I got a few years because I got some general eds to get out of the way. No, this is game time. This is make or break decisions on what you're going to get your degree in. So So really, I mean... You're essentially asking people, um, let's pause and let's address some of the reasons or concerns or the motivations as to why you're even pursuing this degree. And even even beyond that, you're essentially saying, let's actually talk about some of the fears behind this. Yeah, definitely. Fear is a great motivator. Like, let's be honest. Like, it is an amazing motivator. And True. S- sometimes... Um, Sometimes we don't even know we're being motivated by it. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I very guess, true. I guess the maybe the real question, or I guess maybe even the real point we're making here is like, why not pursue it? What, like, why not address it and like, and come face to face with that fear rather than just trying to ignore it, right? I mean, I guess, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I, for me personally, I don't like things running on the background of me. I don't like being controlled and I certainly don't like being controlled and not knowing that I'm controlled (laughs) so and I can't imagine I'm alone in this maybe some of you out there are saying heck yeah I want to know what's going on I want to know why I'm doing what I'm doing then I'm speaking directly to you and saying it would like you said be a great question to ask the question you're asking yeah so so yeah I guess to sum it up Figuring out the questions that are giving you pause, paralyzing you, causing you to doubt, and asking questions about your questions. Mm. It is hard because a lot of the answers that you think you'll find are usually pretty scary. Like, I mean, could you imagine going to school for three years and then coming face to face with, oh my gosh, is this the degree that I'm supposed to to move in? Mm. I mean, the answer would be the worst case scenario no, this is not it. And then facing the reality of, oh my gosh, I just went to school for, but here's the thing. If you're not afraid of it, then wouldn't it make logical sense for you to change? Hmm. I mean, it would be the next best step. It would be a logical, oh my gosh, I've done it wrong. Now move, change, but you're not changing. Why? Because you're wallowing in the fear. The Hmm. fear is saying, now look what you did. You messed up. You just spent all this money. You just, instead of looking at it from the positive, if I didn't spend this money, if I didn't spend this time, I would never have found what I was mm. supposed to be doing. Yeah. So it's what I'm saying is, is once you unlock and ask questions about the fear, you're free to ask questions about your questions. 
more deeper and clear up the reality, which is taking fear glasses off and being able to put on glasses that give you a fresh perspective. Your perspective's off. Mm. Your perspective's off. Mm. I feel like um, as a result of some of the conversations that you're having with uh, students who are entering the program, I feel like one of two things could happen. Tell me if I'm wrong or or if there's more to this, but as as a prospective student comes to you trying to decide if, if they should go to school and what degree to get, they have a conversation with you. Yeah. They either decide, wow, I don't need a degree for to accomplish my purpose or my my goal in life. Or they unlock the reason why they want their degree. Because I, I think it's true that a lot of students are in school just out of fear, out of the cultures just telling them to do this. But after a conversation with you, they're discovering the real reason why they're doing what they're doing. So when they get halfway through their degree and it gets hard or mm. they f- fail a class, they know why they're there. Not because the culture told them, not because they're afraid of whatever, what their parents will say, what society will say, but because they want this job or because they want to open this coffee shop or because they want to be a pastor. Yeah. Do you feel like that's kind of... That is wonderful way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't stress enough the idea of looking at school as a perspective of a tool and not an ultimate end. When mm. you make school the ultimate end, the pressure becomes enormous and the fear grows to astronomical heights because the pressure is succeed in this place. Everything rides on it. Mm. Everything. And you haven't defined what everything is because a culture just says you have to have that your friends and family, the teachers that you've experienced, all of them say, go to college. Mm -hmm. And so you don't question it. And then getting into this place now that many of you are in, which is, okay, what do I do now? How do I move forward? It's taking off that perspective. It's Mm -hmm. opening up the vision past the fear. And yes, Confidently, yes. When you start using school as a tool, you'll be more successful and more apt to not only finish, but maybe even continue in higher education because now you have the correct perspective. It's now something that can benefit you opposed to being an ultimate end. It's mm-hmm. now something that is fuel to your car opposed to a, some sort of an anvil on mm-hmm. your back tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because imagine yeah. if school is your ultimate end, you don't want to leave it. <laughs> yeah. What do you do afterwards? That's right. Yeah. School is it. And so you're not going to drive your car, but you're forgetting school is just the gas to your car. Mm. It's not, you know, I heard this one time. <laughs> I actually think it was from, um, what's his name? Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek. Gosh, yes. Thank you. Uh, Simon Sinek. He, I, th- I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. He's famous. Yeah. You're probably, yeah. It's, it's a memorable quote. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a very memorable one, which basically says um, it's in the context of business, but it can apply. It can yeah. apply to you directly, which basically says you don't buy a car to buy gas. Mm. 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 Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah, that's not the point of the car. The, the point of the car is to drive it. So if you're looking at higher education as the ultimate goal, you're looking at gas as the reason you just bought your car. Mm. I mean, yeah. you guys perspective shift mm. and you're never going to drive your car. If gas is the ultimate reason, yeah, the way your car is meant to be driven. 
you're you're never going to see it to what it's ultimately meant to do and mm-hmm. speak directly into you as a unique individual you uniquely have uh, something to contribute to your community your family mm-hmm. society you uniquely have that and if you're looking at school as the ultimate end you'll never see it materialize and you'll never see your ultimate vision or goal even remotely come hit or you may be in pursuit of your ultimate vision and goal and all of a sudden it turns a left turn and all of a sudden you realized oh my gosh this was it but you never even get there because you're still stuck five or six years in the past which is i'm afraid i don't know what to do i'm still in school mode Mm -hmm. oh i should have done this degree or this thing it's a perspective Mm. yeah and what's interesting about that is essentially kind of what I'm hearing you say is um, school does not validate the very thing that you're wanting to do. You already have all the validation. You already have all the tools to do what you're doing, to do what you want to do, your passion. Um, but school is not, it's not the thing that's going to label you as like, okay, now you're able to be a pastor. Now you are able to be a psychologist. Now you are able to be this while those are, while the degree might be a requirement for those things, yeah. it isn't. It does not necessarily mean that your degree is what makes you a good counselor. Your degree right. is not what makes you a good pastor. It's it's not going to make you a good business person. What makes you a good anything um, really lies in where are you putting your value? Where where are you finding that label? Um, but if it's in your degree, then it's just like you said. It's just you're pursuing you're pursuing the gas. To your vehicle, you're not looking at the vehicle itself. Yeah. Or the yeah, destination of the vehicle. That is a very memorable yeah. metaphor. That's really good. Yeah. That's going to stick with me. I know. Can we um, address really quick the student who is maybe in their third year, maybe their fourth mm-hmm. year, and they're, yeah. they're a little bit paralyzed <laughs> because they don't know if they're they're in the right spot? What? How can we console that student yeah. or change their perspective mm. so they realize this wasn't a waste. <laughs> it's a, this is a twofold uh, this is a twofold answer. The yes, my my heart, I have a pastor's heart for that individual. Um, I know what that feels like. I've been there, but I also can't walk it for you. But I would say the answer I'm going to give you is probably not the answer you're wanting. Mm. So for the person who's sitting right now thinking is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this, what's next? Should I change? Should I stay? Why did I even come here? A very paralysis, anxiety, worry. Those are great questions. Have you ever thought about asking questions about those questions? That is going to help you uncover something deeper. So that's the first fold answer, and I find that on a practical level works very well. Um, just to, on a side note, making sure that you are not just doing it by yourself, but having someone to walk alongside you and you to, for them to be a sounding board for you so that they can hear what you're having to say and make sure that, and you can make sure that you're not just losing track or you're losing your, your sense of focus or thought. The second fold answer is what I'm asking you to do is impossible. What I'm asking 
you to do is ask questions about your fear, what you ultimately fear. And if we're talking about the context of college being the ultimate reason, like I'm going to college because I have to go to college and once I'm at college, I'll have it, whatever that is. And you realize, oh my gosh, you're starting to ask these questions. You're starting to see your carrot on a stick be just that. It's a carrot on a stick. And if it's not college, it'll be something else. And you're watching that thing crumble before you, and that's why you're afraid. Hmm. You're watching that thing crumble before you, and that's why you're afraid. And so my second-fold answer is we work at a Christian university. So it's naturally a Christian perspective. And so I hold personally the tenet, which is it's in those moments of fear that I recognize I need something more tangible, more stable, more secure, more consistent, more reliable than what something in this world can give me. Because mm, honestly, yeah. you guys, if it's not college, it's going to be your job. If it's not your job, it's going to be the amount you can make. If it's not the amount you can make, it's going to be your family. I mean, you name it, it's out there. Whatever that carrot on a stick, it's always going to be there. And from a Christian perspective and from a personal one, I believe that Jesus Christ is that ultimate stable place he's that ultimate stable thing that's never going to leave and so that uncovering that fear for me is insanely hard and insanely rewarding because it's when i feel that fear it's the very thing that drives me back to recognizing i've put my ultimate hope in something that fails wow Mm. yeah Mm. yeah that's so true i mean i can even personally attest to this of <clears throat> you know, getting through my four-year degree and coming into my senior year of, you know, finishing my degree and thinking, oh, like, now this is the time for me to start applying for churches and things like that. Mm-hmm. And doing going through... Can you the, explain what your degree was? And what thank you. you sorry. Let me provide some context. So I got my degree in pastoral ministries and biblical studies. So my hope was to become a pastor in a church um, and the goal would, was to become a youth pastor in a church. That was what I was aiming for. And everyone was confirming it. Everyone, you know, it was just what I wanted to do was like, and I thought college is the way to get there. And so now that I'm in college, I thought naturally I have college that equals, that equals job, college, job, degree, job. Like it's just, that's just what you're told your entire life. And so for the last year of me being in school, I was going through interview after interview after interview. And it would always come down to, um, hey, you're really great. We really like you. Um, honestly, it was between you and this other this other person, but we just felt like the spirit was leading us towards this other person. And so good luck, and we hope you know somebody else gets you. And so um, what the mask was kind of you know pulled off my own fear a bit of um, what does it mean for me if I'm not a pastor? Mm-hmm. Um, I have literally aimed my entire life towards this, and yet here I am. I'm not a pastor at a church, and I'm not leading, and I'm not, I'm not doing what my uh, degree says I should be doing. And so for me, it was a wrestle of understanding. Um, first of all, I, I was putting my entire value system in a job, in a in a position, um, and so when it crumbled, I had to I had to rethink my whole value system who am I if I'm not a, a pastor? And is that okay that I'm not a pastor? Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, I had to also um, reconcile the fact, Josh, you kind of mentioned it, of did I just waste four years of my life um, pursuing a degree that 
I'm not really getting to use in a practical sense. And for that one, I had to realize two things. One, it wasn't a waste because what it, because if nothing else, what it taught me was a love for learning and not even just learning, but a love for pursuing God in learning and in seeking after him in that way. The second thing was even talking to some of my friends who got the degree and our pastors now, they're even going, yeah, it was great that I got the degree and it got me this job, but I mean, I almost had to throw, I almost had to completely learn from scratch of how to actually do this because, you know, even the courses, you know, they don't teach you everything. Um, they only, they basically teach you how to learn, how mm. to do things. Yeah. And so in that way, I had to realize that, you're, yeah, it's exactly what you're talking about, Josh. Your, your degree is a tool to help you with something else, but it's not the ultimate thing. So I guess be encouraged that, you know, yeah, like you may not end up with the job that you are necessarily wanting, but that's okay. Like that's okay. And it doesn't mean that your time here is a waste. It doesn't mean that what you're pursuing is a waste. But in the end, I think also, like you said, Josh, um, asking the questions of your questions or your, of your hesitancies, um, are you in the right field? Are you pursuing? Are you pursuing the right degree that's actually going to get you to where you want? Mm-hmm. So, it's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, but it's one of my biggest passions. I enjoy the conversations and like Morgan was saying, I do have them a lot, and um, I'm just really glad that I could speak to maybe some of those fears that are out there today, currently listening to this, and I hope that. I hope that God used me and Josh and Morgan here to help minister to you in a very confusing time. And, um, you know, I would just encourage you to reach out to Morgan if you're in that if you're in that spot. She is she's awesome. If you don't if you haven't already utilized her as an advisor, she's much more than just organizing your classes. She's she's definitely a great sounding board. Someone who will be able to meet with you at that spot you're in and uh, not shame you for deciding to change. I think maybe I mentioned earlier, but if I didn't, um, practically, guys, from an administrative point, to change your degree or to look at different options is very simple for us. So if you're looking at that as a barrier, oh, I don't want to have to go back to Morgan, I would I would shelf that feeling and thought. As, as valid as, as it is, I'm telling you the truth, which is we're here for you first. And if you're telling us that you're looking into other options, um, even if it be another university, mm-hmm. we're here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, thank you, Josh, for joining us and great conversation. I would mm-hmm. love to see this conversation continue. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the whole reasons why we started the Advisors Corner uh, Facebook group um, for you guys is so that conversations like this can happen. Um, if you guys would like to continue the conversation, please utilize that. Um, talk to us, me and Morgan. Uh, we would love to walk through those questions, those fears, and um, yeah, kind of free you up to not be afraid of addressing your fear. It's a yeah. little bit counterintuitive, but that's kind of what we're here for. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope to see you next week. Yeah, thanks again, Josh. Yep. Byers, happy studies. See you guys. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Advisors Corner Podcast. Make sure to spread the word about our show. And remember to check out other and new podcasts by searching Northwest University in the iTunes podcast app or on SoundCloud. Here you can listen to chapel services where students, faculty, staff, and guest speakers share their insight on various topics. 
To connect with classmates or to access more tools and resources, be sure to join our Facebook group, The Advisor's Corner. See you next week.